0: We're getting you ready for Bills and Chiefs Sunday, 425 kickoff. On the call will be Eric Wood, who joins us right now on the Trocare College live line. Uh, Eric, wow, uh, lots going on in the past couple of weeks, even though there hasn't been a game to talk about surrounding the Bills. Uh, have to start with yesterday, certainly one of the strangest press conferences I can remember ever seeing across the league, where Sean McDermott addressing a report that he referenced the 9-11 hijackers in a meeting that happened four years ago. I, As a former player, something like this happens. It's out in the media, and it's to a point where the coach feels a need to address it. Does it get talked about? What, what exactly happens in the locker room?
2: Yeah, Sean said he was going to address it with the team. Many of the guys on the team weren't on the team at the time. Sean apologized to the group for a regrettable decision. And beyond that, um, I don't have a whole lot of comment because I wasn't in the room, and uh, you know, coach came out yesterday and apologized for the situation,
3: yeah, and then he apologizes, expresses regret. Is it over? Do you think, and does it is it over for the team too?
2: Um, I would imagine with the team it is. I could imagine it's probably not over uh, in media circles.
0: Well, it's not the only off-field drama there's been around the team during the bye week, of course, with Von Miller and his arrest outside of Dallas over the weekend. Now, here's another situation where what exactly happens inside of a locker room where you have an allegation against the team? It's a very serious allegation. It is still an allegation at this point, and it's, is somebody that, you know, presumably everybody in that room would know well and has some sort of relationship with. How are those things handled? Do people not bring it up? Are there private conversations that might go on?
2: Yeah, this is a delicate conversation. And um, I, I never dealt with that, so um, I've, I've never been in the room uh, for something this serious going on within our team. So I, I don't know exactly, I'd imagine, uh, based upon Brandon Bean's comments, that this is against, um, if, if it is true, this would be against what they have previously known Vaughn to be in the character that they've seen from him within the organization. So I'd imagine that people are trying to support them during this time um, and and just see how it plays out which is difficult to say and what is very very serious allegations.
3: And then at the same time they still have the business of playing five more games to try to make a push to the postseason. How hard is it to keep these things from becoming a distraction?
2: Uh, it can be difficult at times, but you get used to compartmentalizing when you're playing in the NFL. And obviously, these are both serious issues and, and bigger issues and our, our national media stories. But uh, during the season, life doesn't go on hold. You know, you have family members that may be sick or maybe passed, or uh, you have issues within your own families and own circles, and so you get used to compartmentalizing, but uh, it, it doesn't necessarily make it an easy thing throughout a season.
0: I uh, That's why I was struck, Eric, by listening to Josh Allen this week, and the tone of his voice—now, I might just be imagining things, but he seemed— more enthusiastic, more energized, a little bit more chipper than we've heard him all throughout the year, which has kind of been like this noticeable change in tone for him. He kind of sounded like the Josh Allen from one or two years ago, despite everything going on. Does that give you hope that there is some like turnaround that has happened over the past few weeks with this team?
2: Yeah, it seems like the offense has been clicking the last couple weeks, and Josh has been playing more freely. That's evident in the way that he's ran with the football, Uh, some of his decisions, maybe uh, his attitude after scoring, maybe a little bit more energy on the sidelines. So, yeah, it it seems like, um, and this is not a shot at Dorsey, but under Joe Brady, he's played looser, and I'm not sure if that is an offensive coordinator thing or simply a, hey, our backs are against the wall. These are must-win games. The defense has a bunch of injuries, so the offense better show up uh, and let's bring it and play loose.
3: What are you expecting from the Chiefs on Sunday?
2: Yeah, Chiefs have some injuries, so it's going to be interesting to see because they have four starters uh, that have missed time in practice This week, including their left tackle Including their running back Starting middle linebacker and starting safety So uh, it could be some new faces over there For the Chiefs, obviously there are Some familiar faces that we know will play In Patrick Mahomes, in Travis Kelsey Chris Jones along their defensive line Is excellent, they have two really good corners Um, They're extremely well coached I think Andy Reid does as good of a job Of anyone on the offensive side of the football And leading a team, and then Steve Spagnuolo Their defensive coordinator He puts constant pressure on the other team offense with his complexities which becomes amplified when you're playing in Arrowhead Stadium and it becomes tough to communicate so offensively when you're playing against a team like that you got to get early first downs within drives get the crowd out of it a little bit and then it becomes a lot easier to operate at the line of scrimmage.
0: How long can they because you look at the schedule and just about every game is a must win I mean they could lose another game and still make the playoffs but you know in reality they, they've got must win games every week from here on out how long can you keep up with that intensity or is it a different sort of approach when you know you got a tough road ahead
2: yeah i think you just handle it one week at a time and understand that you know essentially the playoffs are starting now i believe i read it was If the Bills win out, it's a 99% chance they make the playoffs. If they win four out of five, there's a 65% chance. You'd like to not leave it up to chance and win out, but there is still a chance if they drop one that they could make the postseason. But, you know, realistically, these guys understand that, and if the Bills win out and get in the postseason, they'll be likely the hottest team in all of football, which is a great position to be in, and if they don't, uh, it's a it's a missed opportunity in a year where you know the Chiefs look more beatable than maybe other years and the Bengals lose Joe Burrow and there's a number another a number of other you know quarterback significant quarterback injuries in the AFC so you'd really feel like you missed an opportunity
3: you know on that the Steelers lost last night which that helps the Bills uh, the picture is changing in the AFC we are seeing multiple teams now with backup quarterbacks that has to be good for for Buffalo
2: yeah, you'd likely think so. I mean, the Colts have been playing better with their backup quarterback in Gardner Minshew, but they're sitting at 7-5. Obviously, you could see some regression there. The Browns, which were sitting in a playoff spot not long ago. Uh, Deshaun Watson out for the season. You mentioned Kenny Pickett, Joe Burrows out for the season. And so there's enough significant injuries uh, throughout the AFC uh, at the quarterback position that you could see some of these teams fall off. Um, C.J. Stroud in Houston has been playing excellent this season, Does he has some rookie regression towards the end of the season, especially without Tank Dell, one of his leading receivers, who's now out for the season, uh, which hurts my fantasy team as well. But, yeah, um, no, I, uh, yeah it's, it's an interesting picture. And if the Bills aren't able to go on a run, it's going to be one of those years where you're really looking back at a, a number of missed opportunities because – uh, realistically the bills could be sitting at a much better better record right now without much changing
0: which really hurts because eric i don't know if i'm crazy or not in thinking this but i've been telling people i feel better about this team at this point this year than i did last year now obviously there's the whole and you know the question of if they will even make the playoffs but if they get in just based on even with the loss last week just based on the past last
2: couple of weeks
0: i don't know i I feel like they have it more than they might have at this point last year.
2: Yeah, I mean, the injuries are more significant, especially on the defensive side of the football this year. And, you know, you don't have a healthy Von Miller, Tredavious White, Matt Milano, and Daquan Jones – All being out, that's a huge blow, but now you've gotten a bunch of guys that have had experience. You get this late by in the season, so they're healthier on the defensive side of the football and in general than really they've been all year. Every participant on the injury report yesterday was a full participant in practice, and so you'd hope that based upon the experience they've gained with guys that have filled in based upon those injuries and guys getting healthier around them that – They're primed for a a strong push here, and the offense has played great the last couple weeks.
3: Eric, thanks. We'll be listening Sunday.
2: Yep, sounds good. Thanks, guys.
3: Eric Wood, Bill's color analyst on the Trocare College live line here. You can hear him with Chris Brown, 425, on Sunday.